What's going on, guys? Welcome to March's episode of Plus Club, the show where we play the games offered to us for free on PlayStation Plus, and at the end of the month, we we talk about it, and we let you know what our opinions on those games are. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. I'm very, very tired and exhausted mentally and physically. With that, quick reminder that we are moving into a new month. month. Um, so make sure to play The Surge and Conan, Conan Exiles. I can't fucking talk right now. What do we think about these games before we move into the rest of the shit? Um... <sighs> I'm not super excited for the surge, but it's just because I know what it is. Mm -hmm. But I'll give it, you know, an honest try. Um, Conan Exiles, I don't know anything about other than what you told me about it when we actually found out about the announcement. So, uh, curious. It's it's Ark with Conan stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of shirtless people. I get to punch a camel. Is that what you're saying? Probably. Cool. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) No. Chris? Um, I'm actually excited to play the search because I never have, but mm. I know it's it's supposed to be like a Soulsborne supposed to type game. I don't know if it actually is or not, but oh, it uh, is definitely okay. Well, I, I'm intrigued to play it. I've heard about it for a long time, but I never actually got around to doing it. Mm. Um, and Conan Exiles, I have it on PC, and I've never loaded it up. I've never played it. Why do you have it? Someone tried to convince me to play it with them, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get it, because it was part of a Humble Bundle thing, mm-hmm. and then I just never, <laughs> never played it. Weird, yeah, I know uh, Rob, Rob and Julie play it, and... Uh-huh. Uh, they, they're the ones who tried to get me to play it. Yeah, <laughs> and they were trying to get me to play it, and I thought about it, but I was like, I'll wait till it goes on sale, and then it just never happened, so for me, I'm excited to play it. I, I've been eyeing it for a while. Uh, like I said, I was waiting for that sale, but um, the Surge actually bought at full price when it came out, and because uh, those guys made that Dark Souls clone game that uh, I forgot what the fuck it's called, but anyway, we played it for Plus Club as well, and uh, I liked that. You know, it's it's definitely took a lot from fucking Dark Souls, a lot, but uh, kind of like World of Warcraft visually meets Dark Souls, but uh, it's the same guys. Uh, they made the Surge, and so I picked it up because I was like, you know what? That that game was pretty good. Hopefully the newer one will be even better. And uh, it's got a lot of cool ideas. And we're going to play it and we're going to talk about it next month. But um, I remember I kind of was just kind of like falling out of it pretty quickly. There's some ideas there that, that are cool but don't work well. So I'm hoping in this next month I can I can maybe change my mind on it. So, But I have played this game pretty extensively. So we're going to play those next month. So, uh, also, we have a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are also on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you'd prefer to listen to us, save some data uh, on your way to work or wherever the hell you're going in your life, you can listen to us. You don't have to watch us, but you can at Tasty Gaming on uh, YouTube. Um, I feel like I missed something else. Oh, Game of the Month. Game of the Month, we'll be talking about tomorrow, which is Warhammer 40K Inquisitor Martyr. So make sure to come back for that, and we will be picking a new Game of the Month then. So stay tuned for that. Also, I want to let you guys know that uh, I did an episode yesterday. It's all a blur for Borderlands 3. I watched the whole thing in its entirety, the whole presentation. Really enjoyed it. So make sure to go check that out if you want to see my reaction to that. Um, Also, the trailer itself reacted to that as well uh i want to explain real quick though that that would have been out like a day before but there was a specific song in that video that uh youtube deemed not showable in the united states canada to our core demo mexico <laughs> the uk could see it just fine which is weird because they're yeah. restrictive as fuck but here the americas they're like nope so i was like that's a huge problem so i was like i need to figure this out so i got rid of that video went back into the editing process clipped the music out manually re-exported it seemed to have worked so that's why it came out a little later hopefully you guys got a chance to check that out uh because i had to do that extra fucking work we have two videos in the last year or two that are completely blocked in japan as well so uh fuck what is that final fantasy 14 or 15 or no it's kingdom hearts every time we cover kingdom hearts yeah it gets blocked in japan so japanese people are not watching those videos weird yeah Hmm fucking copyright laws all over the world man yeah after that happened i was curious i started scrolling through all the videos and i was just seeing which ones have been hit and most of them were like well the money to the video is going to the person who made the song i'm like i don't even care do you really make anything off these videos but then like yeah that one was just like blocked in some countries i was like shit there's one too that's like blocked in uh south africa yeah yeah i, I forgot which one too. it is i think it's a cyberpunk video or something I, I, yeah i don't remember exactly but i every time that happens because you know i i 
also get the notifications for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just like, why? Why this particular thing? You know, so. it was like a big game, and it's like can't be seen in South Africa. I'm like, well, if we have anybody in South Africa who watches the show, sorry, they sorry, missed that yeah. one episode. But uh, but yeah, so far we've been doing pretty good. Yeah. Just when it was like no USA, I was like, that needs to get fixed right now because that's <laughs> most of the people who watch us, including European myself. European exclusive episode. Yeah, <laughs> they get exclusively over there. Um, it wasn't even showing up in my feed. I had to go into, even when I clicked videos, it wouldn't show me. I'm like, and then I have to go into like the, the um, like behind the scenes, like more editing aspect of, of YouTube to find the video. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. So anyway, that's been fixed. Make sure to check out that episode. And uh, yeah, let's get this show on the fucking road. So Plus Club, we played two games this month in March, which was uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare and The Witness. Um, and yeah, we should probably start with, uh, which, which one? Which one? I'll let you guys pick. I mean, I'd probably just go with The Witness and go into Call of Duty. So, All right, so if you didn't get a chance to play it, uh, The Witness is a very vibrant and lush-looking um, first-person puzzle game where you wander around an island. You're the expert. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and you solve puzzles uh, that are all interesting in the aspect that they are visual puzzles that you have to press a button to initiate sometimes even finding the puzzles part of the puzzle and uh and yeah you they're like these weird visual puzzles that you kind of like just get the hang of and understand by just looking at them it's it's almost i equate it to how like the iphone is designed for anybody of any age to pick up and know how to use it just by looking at it uh so in that aspect they put a lot of work into puzzle design without explaining the puzzles to you uh, we all played this. Uh, Chevy is the master of it. He played it. Yeah, quite a- you're way upselling me. <laughs> he played. He played quite a bit of it. Um, and yeah, uh, let's start with Chris. Um, well, like you said, graphically, visually, it's very bright and colorful. It's almost on the level of like a children's Disney movie of mm-hmm. color. Um, it kind of makes me think of uh, in World of Warcraft, the Blood Elf starting area, which is also heavily equated to Disneyland. It's just very bright and vibrant and full of colors, which isn't necessarily a bad thing for this type of game, I think. Mm. Um, it's just not necessarily adding anything to it either. Um, but controls-wise, it plays just fine. But it's really, simply to put it, it's a puzzle game. Yeah. You're literally just walking around solving puzzles. There's. It's kind of akin to, like, oddly enough, like Mist. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought of, was Mist. Like, that's an way old, old game day. for younger audiences. <laughs> Yeah, but there's less, from my experience in it, there was less like collecting items and going backtracking. There was more just like, follow this line, that's wire connects to this puzzle, that connects to this puzzle, just kind of like a chain reaction thing. Um, But I beat a good chunk of one puzzle, the mirror puzzle, enough to get the achievement for it. And then I was like, okay, I get the gist of this, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, and I enjoy puzzles. Um, as much as the next person does, but I just was not feeling it. You said that like you're watching somebody's kids and your father's like, you know what? I had fun with your kids, but Take I'm done. Yeah, Take them back. They can go back with you now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might mean, I might see you later. I might see you later. I might come back in the next couple of years to see how you're grown up, but you know, I don't expect much. <laughs> we'll catch up in five years when you're bigger and have more <laughs> things to say. Yeah. Um yeah, I think that's fair. I uh, I kind of share the same sentiment. Um, to be fully you know clear from my perspective, I'm not a big puzzle game guy, so there is already walking into it kind of a hurdle for me. Not that there's anything wrong with puzzle games or people who play puzzle games. They're just they don't click for me. I don't typically feel anything uh, accomplishing for me about figuring stuff out. I always feel like I'm sitting there and I'm like, when it's happening, I kind of dig it. Like, oh, okay, now I get it. But once it's done, I'm like, okay, anyway, and I just like move on to the next thing. It's like, you know, someone's like, oh, go clean the fucking kitchen or something like that. I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And I just do it. I'm like, eh, I'm doing it. And then I'm done. I'm like, fuck this. And I'm out of there. Same thing with the puzzles. Like, I almost feel like they're almost a chore. And especially when the whole game is centered around doing puzzles. I feel like I'm being made to do chores almost. Um, so, uh, and that's most games. Games like Tetris technically is a, is a puzzle game. But mm-hmm. I love fucking Tetris. So it's not the same. Or like Puyo Pop type games. Those are cool. But anyway, um, even like Uncharted and like the old Resident Evils and stuff, like, although in Resident Evil always did feel accomplishing, you're like, oh shit, this is unlocking a whole new section of the mansion or whatever the fuck. But uh, even in those games, like just, it, I feel like I'm stopping 
in in my enjoyment just to figure out something that someone else deemed important for me to do. So going into this, um, I really love the art style. It looks a lot better than I thought it would. I've seen pictures of it before, and this game had been talked about for years before it came out because the guy who made it is the guy who made it, I believe, Braid. Yeah. Yeah. So he is high profile. He's like indie game royalty because he's one of like the big three from when indie games first broke out with like Super Meat Boy and all that shit. Um, so it, it has been interesting to kind of see where he went from, you know, one to the other. And I really love the way the game looks. I think the puzzles are uh, genius in their design, not even just like in their difficulty or, uh, you know, the way you have to go about doing them. But like I said before, the way that, that they convey how to do them without giving you a tutorial um so that that in itself deserves credit uh but again the puzzle aspect is not uh fun for me although i did find it intriguing i kept looking at it, i kept thinking about it from like a design perspective on how they made the game more so and i think i appreciate that more than the puzzles themselves um but it, it did take me to back to like a more nostalgic time of like games like mist and games where you just kind of wonder and trying to figure out the mystery of where you are and what you're doing and, and kind of moving forward based off of you figuring things out. So that, that was pretty cool. So pretty much all in all, everything about this game I thought was really great. Um, like really fucking cool aside from my disinterest in puzzles, which that is what the game is 100%. And so I played the game for maybe an hour or two, kind of wandered around, did some random things here and there. I can't say I completed anything because I did a couple things. Something would happen. I go and do something else. Someone happened. And I just keep walking. I, I had no idea where I was going, what I was doing. Um, then I saw Chevy playing it, uh, one night and he was doing like this puzzle, not to tell a story for you, but like you're doing a puzzle, like on a boat or whatever. And it was a visual thing of like, um, you had to like look at the Island and, and certain you'd start seeing patterns that you had to do a puzzle for and stuff. Mm -hmm. I thought that was actually really kind of genius and interesting. I could not see myself getting to where you were at in the game. So I was glad that you were there so I could see it because I was like, that's really fucking cool. But there's no way that I was gonna beat this game and like if i'm gonna reemphasize, it's not because the game's bad i just i can't play these type of games so um for too long but everything about it's great i i actually really um enjoy and uh appreciate what they did with this game i mean i have a lot of similar sentiments uh to both of you as well i'm not a huge on puzzle games um either um i also don't really necessarily feel a sense of accomplishment from them um i just happen to be in the right mindset that day so. Yeah, you're in the zone. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> I, you know, I sat down. I played this game pretty much all day, and uh, <clears throat> at first, I was. I just want to emphasize how interesting that is because a lot of times when it comes to the games that we play as an obligation to the channel, we've all agreed like we're going to do this, you know, for fun, be able to talk about it, whatever. A lot of times, you'll wait to the very end of the month, yeah, because you're playing Final Fantasy 14 all month, and then, <laughs> and then you'll play for like an hour maybe two a lot of times i'm not trying to discredit you but like mm -hmm. a lot of times you'll do enough to get an idea of it and kind of you know get away from whatever but you, this game unless like i have an interest to begin with sure yeah. sure yeah like i said i'm not trying to discredit you i'm just saying like you know sometimes you'll you'll wait to the end and you'll kind of play enough to get the gist kind of like what chris just said with this so pretty much doing what we all do at certain points i've done it myself um but this one you were like in the middle of the month one day and you just decided to almost beat it I was, I was like, on vacation that week. Yeah, and I was yeah, and on your vacation you're playing this, and I'm like, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um. So like when you first start the game, uh, the puzzles are like super basic, mm. and my initial thought when I started was like, oh, it's really colorful, but this is, you know, not very challenging. Blah blah. So blah. fucking kids game. But you know, I thought it was kind of neat to see where it was going. So I, I kind of kept going, and then I realized that every zone would add a different rule, uh, or style to that puzzle type. So then all of a sudden, uh, you're adding more complexity the more zones you get uh, into the game. Ooh, and, that's my hell. And uh, <laughs> you start like you said uh, at first. It's it's very much like simple to like look at and kind of get the gist, or like fumble your way through it. But at some uh, a point in the game as well uh there's some really weird rules like there'll be some white dots and some black dots and depending on how many white dots you have and how many black dots you have it's essentially a math puzzle you have to figure out Oof. and that'll dictate going up. where you're you're moving the line and stuff like that so um and it, it gets worse than that like there's a it gets super complicated um but sometimes it's really neat and an example i want to give is there's like a treehouse section 
I like tree houses. And in order to get between the houses, you have to build a bridge. The bridge is made out of puzzle squares. So you solve one, it folds to the next puzzle. You solve one, uh, it folds out. Uh, but to get to other ones, there will be certain joints where the puzzle has multiple equa- or solutions. And depending on which one you go, it'll be 90 degrees this way, or it'll go straight, or it'll go 90 degrees this way. So okay. you have to go back and redo that puzzle to move the map, or move the bridge. <laughs> so, so there's a lot I'm of like frustrating. I mean, done that. There's a lot of like neat ideas in the game, and mm-hmm. I, I think that is kind of like my biggest takeaway. Is the whole time I was playing it, I was like, wasn't necessarily like enjoying like solving the puzzles, but the whole time I was mostly uh, intrigued with what they had done with the puzzles. And, it was, and you get that you get that like uh, sense of progression of uh, you know moving on to the next area and seeing the new puzzles or whatever. It, for me, it was almost like seeing what they thought up. Yeah, when they're making that's this what game. I was intrigued. I was just yeah. like, "There's some really cool ideas in here." Mm. So it was, I was playing more out of the fascination of like where their head was when they were making that game than it, I was playing the game. I often think about parts in games that are meant to challenge you in some kind of you know uh, problem solving way, and then sometimes I sit there and think about the person who thought that up. Because I'm trying to figure out how to beat it. They had to think it up yep. in a way that was difficult to beat. Their brain's on a different fucking level. Well, and then you brought up the environmental puzzles. Mm. And I found those on accident. So there is a town section. and I, I was have- wondering, because I was like, how did you even figure that out? Because you're just like floating around the island going, there it is. And you're like trying to do something. I'm like, what? <laughs> so... <laughs> I was in the town. Ta- in the town, I was on top of one of the buildings, and I looked down at the for the white a, whale. There's a fence down there, but at the beginning of it was a dot, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That looks a lot like the puzzles in the game." And yeah. so I just said, "Fucking," gave it a shot, and it started glowing and let me start drawing in the line on top of the fence. I was like, "Oh no, there's hidden puzzles." Yeah, I think I was there. I was. I think I was there for that revelation because you were walking, and then you looked over, and then you're sitting there just like hitting buttons. You're like, "Oh yeah, that's a puzzle." And you start doing something. I'm like, how the fuck do you even see that? What is that? Why is that a puzzle? Yeah, and after that, you're just unlocking fucking the. Da Vinci I found five code. of them on in one little section. I was just sitting there, and I was like, "There's one there, 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 and there." Oof. And I was trying to figure them all out. So, uh, puzzle game with secret puzzles. It's it's pretty nuts. And then when you complete those environmental puzzles, a light will go to these little like black towers, and parts of it will start to light up in the direction in which you were. So there's literally columns of secret puzzles, and it just points you in the right direction. Dude, if you're like a puzzle, not that I'm getting into recommendations, but fucking if you're like a puzzle fan, that sounds like goddamn puzzle fans wet dream. This is pretty next level in that regard for sure. God. So, um, you know, another one, and I don't want to spoil too many puzzles because obviously people are going to be into this, but there's a part where you're on the boat. It's going to be a walkthrough for them. (laughs) Chevy's doing fucking walkthroughs. There's a part where you're on a boat. That's how you beat the game. And the reflection of the dock from the water at the right angle will make a puzzle between the water and the dock. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you run into that kind of stuff a lot. A lot of it's just like angle and how you're looking at it. Another one I ran into, I'm not going to say where, because I'm, I'm, I don't want to get too detailed, obviously, with too much of this. But one of them was an existing puzzle with two separate pieces of environment that if you got the puzzle wrong, it would make the color correct to be able to start from the environment, go into the puzzle, and back into the environment. Hmm. So it was, I mean, there's a lot of really neat It sounds ideas like they were there. building the island, building puzzles, and then they'd look over and be like, what if we did this? And then they did that, like, reflection on the water mm-hmm. thing. And they're like, as they're doing other stuff, they're like, let's make a puzzle here, too, since we already have all this shit for it, and alter it a bit to make this work. Like, because there's no way they planned all that out beforehand. That just sounds like, as they're going, let's do it. Which is kind of cool. It's possible. Coming for you, Chris. Is that us or okay? I was so loud, I didn't know if it was here or there. Chris is in California, so <laughs> right next to the fucking the the cop shop. Um, uh. Yeah, and I mean, just to kind of quickly summarize what what you know, my feelings on it. I, I think it is. Uh, there's a lot of great ideas there, and if you're uh, the right kind of person, um, which obviously when we do recommendations, I'll have more say on it. This is definitely going to be kind of like. In that itch you, you might have for the genre is there for sure. So um, I can't tell you what the story is, though, at all. And I know they're trying to tell me one, but the whole time I just kind of like am not following them. That's fine. I play games all the time and I'm like, this story's boring and I don't know what the fuck's happening anymore. I stopped paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I, this happens a lot in puzzle games, though, for me, anyways, because I'm too like, there's, 
there's two aspects of the game. There's the story, which isn't being told in a, like a good flow. So you're getting in pieces and you have to remember it. And this doesn't retain shit very well. So, you know, a puzzle game I actually did like, mm-hmm. and I had it on Game Boy, which is fucking weird. I like Fez. <laughs> yeah, Fez is okay. Um, God, what the fuck was it called? You were like in a castle's first person. You moved from room to room. You had to figure out things. And there was always that book in the beginning that if you picked it up in the wrong circumstances, the floor would open up and drop you. Didn't they make a version for 64? Yeah. Yeah. I know you're Something about. 64. What the fuck was that game called? I don't remember. I liked that game. Sorry. You were talking about the, all that. I started okay. thinking about that game. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I, I did all but um, before I quit, I checked the walkthrough to see how far I was. I had like four zones left i was almost done so should beat it and i don't remember where i left off at this point so it's been like a week <laughs> remember when i said this doesn't work mm-hmm. it doesn't work oh, i've played games with you we'll walk like 10 feet and you're like i don't know where we are <laughs> i'm like okay just follow me i'll have we'll be playing i'll be playing it with chris not to get too tasty cast with this but like and he'll be like blah 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 is over there and i'm like i don't know where that is or who that is and he's like, it's blah, 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 blah. And I was like, dude, give me coordinates because I don't know what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> I've killed that guy 300 times. No idea what his name is. Yeah, I'm really bad about that too. I'll fucking play a game and like, I'll just do something. And then someone's like, oh, go back to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, who the fuck's that? I remember coordinates. Great. I, I'm like, it's hard for me to get lost. I got me and Cody out of, out of a fucking desert one time in real life by looking at fucking Google Maps and not having roads or anything. I was just scrolling in going, this looks like that. Let's go right. And we got out of the desert. It was fucking scary. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, but yeah, names I'm horrible with. Yeah, I could literally just talk to someone. And they're like, I'm Mike. And I'm like, who? I don't remember you. <laughs> or anytime I've played a game with either of you guys, and then for some reason you guys start following me. For <laughs> and then I really never, ever want to do that ever. But if it seems like this, well, that's what's happening. I'm like, all right, let's try it. And then all of a sudden you're like, where are we going? I'm like, I don't. Yeah. And then I'm know. like, okay, move. And I start like, follow me. And then everybody's like, okay. <laughs> so I got low patience. I'm just like following you guys. I'm like, we're not going the right way, but I'm going to see how this plays out. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a curious boy first and foremost. So. I like a bit of chaos. If we get into some weird shit because someone went the wrong direction, I'm I'm down for the story. <laughs> I want to be able to tell it later. So, <sighs> so yeah, pretty pretty decent. It sounds like uh, experiences with everybody. It seems like everybody at least appreciated the game. Hundred percent. So, uh, let's get into recommendations. Uh, I'll start because I got some easy ones. I'm gonna go for the easy ones. You guys can go for the hard ones. Um, if you like puzzle games, I think this is probably a must. Um. If you like um, old school, either point and click adventures or just adventure games in general, where it's more about the adventure and less about the action, I think you might dig this as well, although it's going to have puzzles. So be ready for that. Um, If you like even like games like Telltale games, you're not going to get that same kind of storytelling, but you are going to get that sense of adventure and kind of um, uh, progressing through something that's that's more of a... uh, casual experience more so than a game where you're getting shot at and shit so you might be able to appreciate it um if you're a fan of indie games i think it's definitely a must check out because like i said before this guy is very well known for his games so um it's it's worth looking into for that reason um i'm passable to you guys i mean you said the two i mean the big obvious one was the puzzle game one and i have to emphasize if you really like puzzles in games or puzzle like not even just puzzle games, but like if playing a game and the puzzles are an exciting aspect for you, this game has a variety. Even though they all seem like similar, there there is a lot of nuance to it, and so um, I think this is pretty much a must try for a lot of people in that regard because it it really you're gonna get a lot of play out of it. I think I'd even challenge people that are like um, they don't hate puzzle games to check it out as well because I think the way they're designed is a really interesting and very modern way to do puzzles. Uh, there's so many things we're used to with puzzle games and this is like, there's some really creative ones there. Mm-hmm. So you might find yourself a puzzle fan, puzzle game fan for after sure. playing this. Um, the other one that you said I agree with though is uh, if you're the type of person who's like, I play indie games, this is totally that kind of game. Yeah. Um, not to say that not all indie games aren't like that, but some you look at and you go, oh, they're definitely going for the indie feel. As for some are just small companies trying to make big experiences. I think it's funny how varied indie games are, but there are people who play indie games. Yeah. 
I've talked to people who are like, oh, I pretty much play indie games. I'm like, that's an interesting thing because that's essentially just saying that you play like small dev games with Same low as, budgets. It's like saying I watch B movies. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a thing to B movies. There's a cheese to fucking B movies, whereas like there can be to, you know, indie games, but there's also an appreciation for indie games in the sense that like, um, you know, a smaller team, if not maybe one person, work on a game, see what they've done. Someone so. didn't have, you know, billions of dollars to spend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it somehow turned out an awful <laughs> fucking game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's refreshing. I had another one. Shoot. What was it? We said. You can, pass, you can pass the ball to Chris while you think. Sounds good. I ain't got much to contribute, to be honest. If you like islands, if you like water, if you like vibrant colors. That's the only thing I was like, if you like vibrant colors in a setting that's not going to give you a lot of anxiety. If you like iPhones. If you want to play a game that's relaxing but still challenging. It's not like a phone at all. (laughs) Felt like a phone to me. Felt like that game needed touch controls. It would probably work really well on a phone. It could work really well on a touch phone. That's what I'm saying. Uh so bums me out that I cannot remember. I forgot where we came from. I don't recommend this for children, though. Children would be very frustrated with after the first level. To find children in that regard, though, because I I know a three-year-old. So, well, sure. But. I'm thinking anybody under the age of like twelve would have a hard time with this. I'll say because I could see younger me playing a game like this for sure. There'd be some baby geniuses though, fucking knocking this out. Well, I'm sure the one in a bajillion baby don't geniuses be, that are talking, out there. Don't be talking down to Boss Baby. I remember my oh. other recommendation. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, are interested in, in exploring like game design itself, yeah. um, there's a lot of really, like I said earlier, there's a lot of really neat ideas here. And a big part of my drive to continue playing the game was just my pure interest in how they made it. That was my interest so, as well. So yeah. um, that's a good one because there are... I mean, me and you were like that a lot, but like uh, people out there who have dabbled in, you know, game development or map making and stuff like that. It's always really interesting to see how people develop things. And that's something I'm always looking at as well, because I've, you know, fucked around a bit in my past with stuff. Like yeah, that, you know, so. you play like a Souls game and then like you open a door and all of a sudden you're like, oh, ma- their map designs always fucking blow me away. Before, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the, stuff like that. It's very you know? intricate. Um, I'm not saying this is on that level, but it is definitely... Um, there's some really cool ideas in there to check out. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Mm-hmm. All right, let's grade the fucker. I'm going to give it, I'll start. I'm going to give it, uh, if I was going off of my enjoyment of the game in like a gameplay sense, I'd probably give it like a D plus. That sounds awful, right? Um, but I'm going to give it a B because I think that is a very well-made game. I think it's a really good looking game. I think the puzzles are very smart. I think they're very well done. And uh, they come from a place where somebody really was thinking on a different level. Um, and I think it really shows. Um, so in the right hands, I think somebody could really love this game. It's just not for me. So I'm going to give it a very strong B just because I think it's really high quality. It's funny. I uh, I have similar thoughts because obviously like personal enjoyment wise versus like what I actually think of the game. Um so that being said, I, I do think um, this is a very well-made game and for what it is, is um, it does it quite well. So um, I actually want to give it a B plus because I do think, uh, you know, there's a great uh, groundwork there and a lot of ideas in the puzzles. And if they ever decided to make a sequel to this game, they could take those ideas and just really kind of expand upon it. Um, I do think there's a lot of opportunity to the game. Um, but for me, it was really just kind of like I was in the right mood and mindset to play it at the time. I've not touched it since. The perfect storm. It just kind of worked the that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I probably will you know be deleting it off my PS4. I have no intent to finish it. Like, it, and there's nothing against the game. I just I got what I wanted. I'm deleting the it. fuck out of that old boy. So you're getting out of here. You guys just- you guys are grading things like I would. I really like. I really didn't like this game, but it's really decent. So I'm gonna grade it higher. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a there's a quality there, even if it's mm-hmm. not something really that we're into. So I would. So say. Well, I'm pretty much I into agree. everything. So it's it's hard for me to. I can't grade it low because it is a good game. It's just not for me, and that's a really rare thing. Because anyone who knows me and watches the channel knows I play every game ever. Right. 
So like when I play Gamma, I'm like, oh, that sucks. I can't get into this because it's not for me. Because I want to, I want to like every game. So, Chris, sorry. Sure, no, you're fine. Um, so although I agree with you guys, and it looks like a really well made game, Uh-oh. it's you know it plays fine. He's like they're grading high when they they weren't really into it. I'm gonna have to fucking I gotta change this up. I'm gonna hit them low. Um, the problem for me that is without like any kind of like at least initiating story, there it's just a series of busy work for me. I enjoy puzzle games. I really do. I, I really enjoy puzzles, but they've got to like have some sort of like clue as to what they could be leading up to, or like an initial starting point instead of just being shoved into the island full of puzzles. Well, not to not to speak for you, but I feel like I'm I'm correct here. I feel like you like stories quite a bit. So if a puzzle <laughs> game had a story to tell, I think you would be way more inclined to continue it. Absolutely, absolutely. But after beating, like, you know, the achievement for the mirror puzzles and then doing a couple other puzzles here and there to get to the end of those, like, I was just like, what's the point? I mean, I'm just kind of here solving puzzles. That being said, with the con- taking into context of, you know, it's an indie developer and how well it was made color-wise, gameplay-wise, you know, fluid-wise, I'm just, I'm just going to give it a C+. I, I can't. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's, bad, That's a gut punch. It's- it's not well, a bad we just said. game. But. It's not a bad game, but mm. there's just no beyond like, oh, what's the next puzzle? There's no drive for me to continue playing it. Yeah. I got to say, it's the first time when you when you were saying what you thought and then gave it a grade, it made sense. Yeah, I thought those were, those were pretty I thought those were pretty connected as well. That sounded about right. I could tell you're going too lower than B range when you start talking and you hit it. So I'm like, okay. Because sometimes you're like, I don't really like this game. I think they had a lot of problems. I'm giving it a B plus. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> All right. B plus that, for problems. One time he gave it like an A minus and I thought he was going to go like, it sounded like he's sounded going like, like a C. territory, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, God damn. That Keep was a surprise. Toes. Keep on your toes. <laughs> you never know what he's going to fucking grade it. So B, B plus, C plus. What I give it? I gave it a B. Yeah. I gave it a B plus. I'm getting kind of buzzed. Um, just, just to be fair, uh, you gotta talk about one more game still. Yeah, Fortunately, it's bread yeah. and butter for you. Yeah, it's real easy, <laughs> real easy. So yeah, B, B plus, and a C plus. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, I think they're all fair. Those are all good, all good grades. No A's though. No one loved it. That's too bad. Let us know in the comments what you think about the witness. Uh, did you play it? Did you not play it? Why didn't you play it? If you played it, did you like it? Is this kind of your kind of game? Is it not your kind of game? Um, what do you think about the puzzles? What do you think about the visual style? And did you ever play Braid? Um, are you a fan of this guy? I forgot his name. I should remember it because he's one of the like you know three dudes that were really popular outside of the guy who made fucking Fez and then the, the Meat Boy Boys. Um, <laughs> the Meat Boys. It's um, a very fun Twitter to follow, by the way. I'm sure. Super Meat Boy. And uh, yeah, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to The Witness. Uh, the other game we played this month uh, really doesn't need any introduction, but it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. It came out originally with uh, the garbage fucking trash fire that was Infinite Warfare. <laughs> and uh, originally they're like, to get this, you have to buy this game. I'm like, no, because you're going to release that shit. And they're like, no, you only can get it with this game. I'm like, nah, you're going to sell it. I know you will. And then they did. And then I bought it. And then and it came out, it away. and then they gave it away. <laughs> I was like, I'm not buying your fucking piece of shit game. I played the beta, and it was garbage. Um, it's like the one Call of Duty I was like, no fucking way. Fuck this game. Every game look, or every gun looked like a goddamn lunchbox. Anyway, um, it's just a square that did things. I was like, this is stupid. Um, anyway, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is the very famous, um, legendary first-person shooter that came out a long time ago. Uh, you play as... Uh, as older Call of Duty's used to do, uh, multiple different uh, soldiers during a conflict. I'm not going to go into the details of that. Uh, you know, spans all over the world. Uh, tells a story. It's all first person um, told. FPS obviously has the multiplayer that we're used to in almost every single first person shooter nowadays. Um, you know, leveling up, perks, stuff like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, kind of. From a time where Call of Duty was a little more slow paced than it is nowadays, uh, back when it's still almost attack shooter. I mean, when Modern Warfare came out originally, there was a lean button. Mm-hmm. They're still doing that in Call of Duty because they're thinking of it as a military shooter and not a run on walls and shoot people yeah. in the face 360 no scope game yet. So it's really <laughs> interesting to kind of go back and revisit it, which was the fun for me. But uh, we started with Chris last time. So let's start with you, Chevy. What were your impressions? I was going to offer to go first anyway. On uh, Call of Duty so. Modern Warfare. <laughs> Uh, so I've, I've, I've actually played 
this when it came out originally. So uh, it was kind of neat to be able to see what they did with it. Um, I actually, um, I didn't play through the whole campaign and I played zero multiplayer just for transparency's sake. I'm, um, but I didn't play the multiplayer. I urged him to play multiplayer because I knew he would go on there and just dominate everyone. And I wanted to witness it, but he refused because like any god, you don't want to show off your powers Whatever. Um, so easily. you got to save those. <laughs> so I, I played through the, the beginning of the game with, where you play as you know, one country and then it switches and I, you play as that as well. And then I stopped. So um, the thing I have to say is visually, it looks great. Uh, they did a it still looks good. Yeah, they, well, they did a really good job uh, on the remastering. The remastering, yeah, yeah. for sure. It, but I I played on PC at the highest graphics, and it still looked great back then. Mm -hmm. It looked way like the obviously it doesn't look as good on console, but uh, but yeah, they definitely increased it with this remaster. Yeah, you can especially see in like uh, weather effects and like lighting and stuff. Um, <clears throat> especially like in the helicopter. Yeah. 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 No, everything, everything looked great. My only gripe was the, uh, part in, I think first or second level is the part where you go into a house and you show that like, put your night vision goggles on. Mm -hmm. and I was like, I can fuck it. It's bright I as shit. Here. Yeah. There's no point for me to put those on. And the whole time it's just across my screen, put them on. I'm like, no, I feel like that so was put them on. I'm like, no, I feel like that happened in, in the original game though. Cause I don't remember ever like needing the night vision goggles. It might've been, but it was real apparent in this one. Yeah. Well, and I mean, back then I it was a brand new thing. I was like, Oh, this is cool. Right. But in this, I'm like, what the fuck? Name dark. That's most games for me though. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I think in that regard though, they, they, they did a really good job. Um, the sound design, uh, is very cult duty. They, um, so I hard for me to kind of compare that cause I don't have a good memory of what it used to sound like, man, that AK 47 sounds way beefier in this though, than the newer ones. The newer ones, like, the, so Call of Duty has evolved nowadays into a multiplayer game, first and foremost. And that's fine, because I enjoy the multiplayer, and when the stories come out, if they do come out, I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll play through them, but I don't, I'm not really stoked on it. But AK-47 in Call of Duty has, or anything like any variant that's supposed to be like the AK-47, has turned into a high-powered, very accurate, laser-accurate machine gun that just goes straight. And then this, it's like... <laughs> and just like pulls up like you're used to in a lot of games yeah. and it, the sound is way beefier than I'm used to nowadays it's weird how Call of Duty's sound design has it's not bad but it's it's designed for gameplay more yeah, so yeah, than it is for realism 100% like just design everything yeah. is designed to tell you stuff because yep. it's an arena now whereas back then it was like this is a gun it's got to be loud like a gun and they did that and I'm like okay cool it's a gun and nowadays it's just like this is the shotgun it's pretty much a melee weapon like yeah. it's yeah, they you know there's no logic anymore it's just the rule sets anyway for sure um so and like you said uh, earlier the the pacing is a lot slower yep. uh, in this game than it is in current uh iterations of the the series and i uh, actually i really like that because it does uh I don't know. It just feels really good when you when you play in that regard. Um, the the only complaint I have about like the gameplay aspect is when you get hit by a bullet. It is really severe on how like your screen turns red and your head just like jolts in random directions as you're getting hit. Yeah. And like the idea of getting hit by a bullet, yeah, cool. I, like I get it, it hurts and whatnot. But gameplay mechanic wise, I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. So, <laughs> dude, go back and play uh, Goldeneye. <laughs> The whole time you're walking, it's like the the frames per second's like 22 frames per second, and you're just like, <laughs> and you get hit, and you're fucking, <laughs> <laughs> and fucking your screen's just getting like bright red and flashing and shit. It's it's obnoxious. Ooh, yeah, no thanks. So anyway, but I keep getting sidetracked. It's fine. So, um, <laughs> like that's annoying. This is more annoying. The one thing I did really appreciate about the pace, though, is I felt like they were able to tell a story, which is something they've lost. Oh, dude, that was one thing playing this again that I was like immediately interested in the story. I haven't felt that way in a long time with the Call of Duty. Like mm -hmm. ever since Black Ops came out, and I love the multiplayer in Black Ops. The whole series multiplayer is great, but like the first Black Ops game when it came out, I essentially looked at like a like a piece of shit fucking cousin to the series. I'm like get that shit away from me because I played the single player and I was like, this is fucking dumb. Um, but playing this again, 
and playing the story as soon as it started, I'm like, the writing's good, the characters are cool, uh, there's an intrigue to it, even at the end of that mission in the beginning, since that's pretty much where you were at, um, he's talking with, um, oh god, I forgot his name, fucking mustache guy. Very detailed mustache, man. Yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> and they rescue that Nikolai guy or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, are the Americans attacking Al-Assad? And they're like, yeah, and he's like, they're never, he's, they're never gonna get him out of there alive. And then it just cuts and goes to the next part, and it's like, the fuck's he talking about? So the next part, though, speaking of like set like set pieces and pacing, mm-hmm. um, you don't actually like get to play at this point. You're just like you are a camera. You know, you're you're a person, obviously, but you're you're essentially just a camera through this whole scene. And Which one? You're when you're going through the streets. When you're in the car. And when you're in the car. Oh, and like the very beginning. Yeah. The first level. Yeah, it's in between. I thought the. Uh, maybe I got my. My spots wrong but i thought that was after you did the the british part you you know that's before that and then no there's to... the there's the training part and then the guy gets shot and then you go and get uh, well, i got the the pacing or yeah, the, that, the, the that spots wrong matter. but yeah that part i really appreciate too because it's something you know a lot of shooters you, you play as a character like you said and this you play as multiple characters and some of them aren't even like people with guns like that's something that people really forgot about and including people who work on call of duty that the earlier Call of Duty, especially Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2, uh, were telling stories and their pacing in the story was was like a movie. It wasn't it wasn't a Michael Bay movie yet. Later it was just like every scene, they're like they say some cool shit, all of a sudden cars are flipping. And they're like, get it, get your gun, soldier, and they grab and they start shooting and shit. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in that one, there's a whole long drawn out scene where you're playing a guy, you don't know who the hell you are, why you're in the back of the car, and then it ends with you getting shot in the face. And you're like, whoa, what the hell happened? And then it builds into something. In Modern Warfare 2, and a bunch of fucking people whined about it. Games journalism. We all, we're all on to you nowadays, but fucking back then, it was like, why are they whining about this so much? There's that scene where you go in the airport and shoot the place no up. Russian. No Russian. Yeah. I thought that was fucking amazing. Because in the storytelling aspect, you don't have to shoot, mm. but you're witnessing it. You're getting the gravity of it and what they're willing to do to frame people. It's a really strong storytelling mechanic, not even just for Call of Duty, for games in general. So, like, there was some really good storytelling in early Call of Duty. It's weird. For sure. Because it's gone now. And it, it was neat to be able to, to see that again. Um, and then, yeah, playing as then you go and you, to play as the Americans. And uh, <clears throat> even the, just the vibe of, like, uh, the type of, of soldier you are versus soap in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um it's just so much different because you're, so, you're a Marine now instead of, of, yeah. Yeah. So you're like That's undercover pretty much as soap, very small group of guys who do a lot of covert ops. And then like, you're just, you're a Marine who goes in with a, the whole, you know, squad just shooting up the place. Yeah, because it's telling a story and that's who fits in that story. Yeah. And so I, I just really like, the, like that. The amazing scene that everyone loves with the nuke that goes off yeah, in this. It's fucking sure. amazing. The guy you're playing, he, he's dead. Yep. Like, it just showed you that scene. It's fucking awesome. For sure. I get chills just thinking about it. So, uh, yeah. It, but just to kind of, like, wrap up, you know, my, my feelings on the, the remaster. Um, I've played this before, so there wasn't, like, a huge surprise there. But it was uh, a nice reminder of what Call of Duty used to be. And I think uh, for a company who didn't make that game but um, got to you know, uh, remaster it. They, they treated it really well, which I really appreciate. Activision's remasters are pretty good. It's weird. Yeah. The Spyro Spyro one, uh, I think crash team racing is coming out and crash bandicoot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. And they're all really solid. That's so the best thing Activision's really making right now. It's yeah. of call of duty, which apparently, is kind of sad. Apparently they spend money on remakes. So our remasters, yeah. like they, they actually put the work in and make them look way better, but they also don't look cheap. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you do a remaster, this kind of like, smooth the game out and make it brighter with the lighting. But other than that, like people almost look like plastic because they didn't really put the animations in yeah. really. So they, that was the first thing I noticed when I was playing this is I was looking at, um, I can't, why can't I remember his fucking name? Um, when he was talking, his facial animations, I don't remember being that good in the original. Like chewing so, on the cigar. Yeah, yeah. Like it looks great. And I was mm-hmm. like, this game came out a long time ago and this looks great. But that was like before they were like, well, let's make these games every two fucking years, every three years. Every year. That game was made because they're trying to make a fucking game. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah. yeah. I mean, that's pretty much my overall thought on the game. I, I, I appreciate, um, pretty much everything I saw. So, and where, what Call of Duty used to be. I was having fun playing it. So, yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's good to hear. Uh, okay, so I'm obviously biased because I like first-person shooters, and I I actually do appreciate Call of Duty as a series. Obviously, every time we talk about it, I always try and give as much credit as I can without being unrealistic because obviously there is things about the newer iterations that it's a sports uh, game that, that have that have yeah. weakened it. Uh, people who outright hate it, you know, whatever. But um, I think the the series has a legacy that definitely should be respected in some sense. If you appreciate that kind of thing in gaming, um, so going back to this. Uh, it, it, it's been really cool because, I mean, like I said, I already bought this one when it originally got released um, and liked it then too. But playing it, I, I made sure to try and touch a little bit of everything so I could talk about everything a bit. And I went to the multiplayer first, um, which which is cool because like you were kind of saying and like I've said, the pacing is slower and it's an interesting take because I'm so used to Call of Duty now. I play presently and I still enjoy playing it, but it has become a lot faster paced. Everything's a lot more um, just right there and ready to do. As soon as you have a perk ready, you fucking just, you know, you launch it in, whatever the hell happens. You got like moves now and all this shit happening constantly. When you when you get perks to reload fast, it's like insanely fast now. It's just like, and you're fucking ready to go and you're shooting. And, you know, it's, it's great when you're playing against people, but it's unrealistic. So going back and playing this, um, First off, when you run, you run for like ten seconds, and then you're out of fucking energy. So you it doesn't in it doesn't incentivize you constantly running and jumping and moving and stuff. It's more like run to a point, hold the point, and then run if you have to, which I really appreciate. That's more of a, a tactical feel. Uh, the guns feel like they hit hard. Um, they they feel um, well rounded, more realistic, which I like. Uh, the game is is super detailed um even in its multiplayer back then they still had like really tall grass you could actually hide in they got the fuck rid of that after modern warfare 2 which really sucks because i kind of missed that time where the maps were intricate and really detailed and there was places that like weren't designed as a three-lane map that's kind of their system now they want three lanes um and before it was just like let's make a balanced map that's fun to play and uh, I mean, there's maps where there's like a field of grass here, a barn, a barn over here, and then like a little town here. And it just was like, just go at it. And um, I miss that, that kind of like chaos. Um, the perks uh, are, there's less of them. And you can only have like one activated or whatever, but they make a huge difference. Uh, even the the reloading slow, the running, you know, you can't run forever. But when you put these perks on, it only adjusts it a little bit just enough to give you an edge and I kind of missed that as well so when I was playing online I, I felt more inclined to move slower and like take corners slower and kind of hold my position more often than I would in newer Call of Duty and that was pretty cool so um, I kind of really missed that uh, so it was really cool to revisit and then the story like I said before playing it it looks great sounds great the visuals still in 2019 I think look really fucking good some of that's obviously with the remaster but they're only building on top of something that was already there in the first place um, it just shows the amount of time and effort and work they put into the original um, the story is interesting I really like it I would like to beat it again just because I, I know it's a good story I've beaten that game multiple multiple times um, and yeah, the only thing is, is I've been playing Call of Duty for so long now that there is a formula in their in their campaigns that is similar to like a theme park where you're just kind of like walking through, looking at set pieces, and then you get into an area and start shooting stuff, and then you keep moving and seeing the set pieces, and the set pieces are always great and awesome, mm -hmm. and I love the older dialogue and stuff like that, but I do get fatigued from the gameplay uh, because it has... Uh, it hasn't aged as well as as it should, but I mean that game came out a long time ago, so that's that's any older game I can make the same uh, argument for. But you know I'm not gonna sit here and just say the whole game is fantastic. That part I start I start getting bored, running to cover, shoot 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 dialogue. Let's run forward, set piece. It's just I don't know. It's 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 hard for me to 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 play it for too long. But like I said in this one. The storytelling and the dialogue's way better, and the set pieces are way better than the ones later. I remember, um, I think it's Modern Warfare Three. There's a part like there's there's big parts in Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare Two that are like epic. Like you watch and be like, "Holy shit, this is fucking awesome!" The pacing even in Modern Warfare Two, where the the EMP goes off, that whole part is amazing. Yeah, the pacing, the slow build to it, like nobody knows what's happening. The Russians are like, "What the fuck's going on?" They're trying to get guys out of their tanks and stuff. And you got to take the White House back and stuff. Like it's fucking, it's intense. And then you play like uh, Modern Warfare Three, and you're just 
everybody's just shooting and screaming and shit and tanks are blowing up and then everybody's like look and it just like pans over and the music's like bob 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 and it shows the eiffel tower and it goes and then they're like whoa and then it just ends the like level i'm like was that the set piece (laughs) that was stupid so anyway anyway uh, there was a time where these were very well crafted games. This reminded me of that. I very much enjoyed playing it again, and uh, yeah, like I said, I'm biased. I, I've always really appreciated these older games. So uh, yeah, that was my impressions. Good, good impressions, Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, so for transparency, I played a couple rounds of online matches with some of the viewers. You know who you are. I don't. Uh, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I played Wait, like who, who five. Who did you play again with? Uh, I think it was who did I play with? Wade Nolmix. I was Wade Nolmix. I think that was the. I don't know if I don't think Psycho was there. I thought he did. I mean, so, yeah, you're right. You're did right. Psycho it was Wade Nolmix and Psycho. Yeah, yeah, we had a big group. You know who you are. You know who you are. I don't uh, remember the viewers. <laughs> the viewers, hey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I played about five or six of the story missions. Um. And full transparency again, shooters are not my forte of games. Um, he says it all the time, but he plays them with us all the time. That's sh- 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 different. It's, it's different. <laughs> um, <laughs> that being said, um, I was coming off of playing the Division 2 while playing this, so it's kind of skewed my perspective a little, and I'm trying to take that with a grain of salt. But gameplay-wise... The controls, I just, I didn't enjoy the controls. I didn't hate the controls, but they felt very loose to me. Um, and, and again, it's an older game. Um, and it's more realistic, I think, because like you said, you can't run forever, which is nice. The reloading speed is a normal speed. It's a slower paced game, which would be more conducive to someone like me who doesn't play a lot of shooters. You know, on slower paced games, you can take your aim better, which I appreciated. But just... I really couldn't get over the fact that, like, to get into cover, you physically have to, like, press the button, get down, like, physically hide yourself. Like, there's no, like, button to, like, slide into cover like I've played in other games before. God, I would hate if Call of Duty had that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's skewed. I I have a a skewed perspective because I'm kind of pampered with any of, like, the little experience I have with shooters like Call of Duty, not like, like, Overwatch or, like, you know, The Division 2, which are in a different... I think genre of shooters. Well, um, one's third person. Yeah, and a looter <laughs> shooter, which is closer akin to like PvP. PvP, but also like an MMO, and its gameplay is based off of other, other Ubisoft games of cover shooters. Oh, I'm stuff, sorry, so. I was right. I went from Division to Overwatch. Oh yeah, I was talking about Division too. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Division is third person shooter, and yeah. the things you said, and then Overwatch is. More I think like one PvP. of the better games you can compare to Call of Duty is like Battlefield, because <laughs> it competed with it, but they're still different. Mm-hmm. But like neither mm-hmm. of them have like necessarily cover that you have a button to lock into. It's like somewhere between, you know, Battlefield and like Doom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, I just personally, I wasn't interested in the story. I wasn't invested in the story, mm-hmm. which, like we said earlier, is kind of a big thing for me for games. Like, if I don't hear a story, if I don't understand what's going on, then I just don't really get into it. I tried. I gave it, like I said, five or six levels, which the story was okay, but I just didn't. I just didn't care, unfortunately. I just couldn't find myself really caring too much about it. It was intriguing politically, like what was going on with the countries and whatnot. But beyond that, I was just like, eh, okay, I'm here to shoot everybody. Get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally just ran around with a shotgun, crouched, and just kind of walked through and shotgunned everybody as I came across them. That's creepy that you're just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much just, hey, 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 blam, I thought you were like a Goomba. Pretty much. Just fucking walk around with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Dane DeVito's walking around with a shotgun shooting people in Call of Duty. And I, I don't think I've ever played any other Call of Duty before this. Really? I mean, I maybe I've played like a zombies mode. Mm. But that's it. Yeah, that's definitely later too. With Black mm-hmm. Ops and stuff. Huh. Yeah. I'll say even I've dabbled in quite a few of them. Yeah. We used to play. I mean, you beat... Call of Duty 2 before I did. Well, yeah, the old World War 2 ones or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I played those, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Call of Duty and Call of Duty 2 is fucking amazing. And then Three Modern subs. Warfare and Modern Warfare 2 I played, and then I also played Black Ops 
three. Three. Can't remember what number. Which actually had a pretty decent story. Yeah. Which well, was weird. It had multiplayer campaign, which with leveling up and stuff. I have yeah. no idea why they didn't bring that back. Nobody must have played it. That was that sucks. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I really liked it. I would still play it. Just like a mode in Call of Duty Ghosts, which I also played. <laughs> yeah, all their all their interesting modes. Their demographic doesn't want to play. I say the stuff I like, people don't like. Apparently, yeah. they, they, they have the a mode in Call of Duty Ghosts. This is for Chris, but now I know obviously whoever's watching who may not know uh, that squads mode. Yeah, it's called squads, and you would make a bunch of characters and you'd play them, and the game would kind of learn how those played, and then you could go against other people's squads, which were all the NPCs, NPCs of them while they're gone, <clears throat> and you'd pick okay. your favorite map and stuff like that. So, which is like your home map, yeah. So yeah, if someone so, invaded you. So I had one. It was like a train slash freight yard type thing, and there was this. There's an underpass on one side. Um, and I, so I always like when I played the sh- my shotgun guy, I'd always go in that tunnel to you know make this nice close quarters thing. And then um, I know I think I talked to you and Josh about it, and you you guys would tell me like the shotgun guy was always down there all the time, mm-hmm. and it's because the game knew that's where I was pathing yeah, wise it, going. It kind character. of paid attention to how you played and where you went heat map wise on yeah. the map with that. So it was really kind of neat because there was a, an element of strategy. It's weird, to the rest of that game was your, garbage. Your character, yeah, when I hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah, that was the only I mode I played. That, so. <laughs> that mode is cool though. Yeah. So, and I'd love to see them bring that back though. I would prefer to see like uh, Treyarch do it instead. But yeah. So. Anyways, that was just me explaining. I thought it was really neat, and it had nothing. It was competitive without being uh, aggressively competitive. I guess would be a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. More of a strategy. I think, yeah, like just you get to plan and make and build, and I like that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I have one other complaint. It's a technical complaint, very technical, very technical complaint. When I downloaded the game to play with everybody, because I played the multiplayer first, they're like, "Oh, you can download the story mode first or the multiplayer first. Which would you like to download first? It's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, I need the multiplayer. I downloaded the multiplayer. You can't play multiplayer without having the full story single player mode." Why give me the fucking option? It's weird. I didn't have that issue. His, well, I told it to download story first. So I, I had no idea. Yeah, I had to download multiplayer. I was able to do it. Just didn't like Chris. Yeah. Rude. It's so <laughs> technical that the game decided it didn't like Chris. And it's like, not you. <laughs> we know where this is going. Fuck this guy. <laughs> He's going to say bad things about this game. You got to wait. <laughs> You'll get to play it, but not fast. I, I'm terrible at these games. I... I KDA, I had like 0.75 or something like that. That doesn't even fucking matter. (laughs) What was it? 0.75? That's about average. That's that's not bad. Uh, I normally do about a 1.0 in most games on average across the board. And then obviously higher or lower. So definitely under. So I'm getting a kill per death pretty much. But yeah, I don't even pay attention to that anymore at all. I did a little bit during like the Halo days, but. Yeah, I'm always curious about it. I like stats and stuff like that, but I'm not. When I was younger, I'd try and get my KDA or KDR up, yeah. but um, but yeah, now I'm just way yeah, too. Yeah, you were in that case on that with uh, combat arms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had like a two point four or some shit, two point yeah, five. Yeah, I was pretty good at that game though. Um, yeah, so let's get in recommendations. Uh, I think it'd be a great idea for you to pretty much get recommendations. Do the whole thing. Well, and then if we have additions, because okay, yeah, yeah. you're probably going to nail most of them, if not all of them. If you like first-person shooters, you already played this, so play it again. If you like <laughs> Call of Duty now, you probably already played this, so play it again. Um, if you liked Call of Duty then, and you don't like Call of Duty now, play it again. Um, if you like uh, tax shooters from back in the day, uh, play this. Um if you like military stuff and movie-like games, play this. Um, if you like uh, good stories, if you're into military stuff, play this. Um, if you like games with big set pieces, this game set the fucking bar. Uh, every game after this mimicked it for years. Uh, so it's definitely worth playing as well. Um, if you've played any... Um, fuck, what am, I, what am I looking for here? If you like online shooters or online games in general where you level up and unlock stuff, this is the game to play for sure not this one but going back and revisiting it would be a good idea because uh it was fun still is i think it still uh holds up that's how ahead of the time this game's multiplayer was is games are still pretty much doing the same exact thing that it popularized 
So it's easy to go back and play because it's still just doing the same shit that everybody's still doing. Yeah. Nobody's like reinvented the wheel yet. Um, they try with loot boxes, but everybody's like, this isn't that fun. I don't really want to pay you for fun. Um, yeah, I don't know really what else to say. I can't really throw in there if you like racing games or anything like that. So <laughs> I, I, I have two additions to that. Okay. Um, so if you like uh, checking out like how well remaster is done, um, this, is, this is done pretty well. And I also want to say if you are into Apex Legends right now and you want to see where those guys came from, this is it. So uh, those guys who have the ideas in Apex Legends, this is where they... Uh, this was the height of their Activision career. Pretty let, much. let me so. give it to you. Fucking Vince Sampella and uh, something West, for his name. Those two dudes. Those those guys started uh, working for, I believe, uh, Spielberg's gaming company back in the day that made um, Medal of Honor. They made Allied Assault, which anybody who knows those games knows that's the best one that was ever made. Allied Assault, Assault is fucking legendary. It had that fucking D-Day level. Those guys started there. They made that game. Then they broke off, made Infinity Ward, made fucking the original Call of Duty, which was amazing. Call of Duty 2, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. Then the motherfuckers left, made Titanfall. Legal battle with Activision. Yeah. yeah. And I was rooting them on the whole time because I'm like, these guys are like way too good. Wherever the hell they go, they're going to make great things. Then they made Titanfall, which I was I was right. I love fucking Titanfall. Titanfall 2, I love Titanfall, and everybody does. Everyone I talked to actually played it is like, that sucks, that game didn't do that well. Yeah. And now Apex Legends. So, I mean, like, the, just th huge this game. dude's got a fucking crazy history in first-person shooters. Yeah. So, if you like any of those games. Those are my additions to recommendations. <laughs> Chris, if you like boring political things. No, 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 no. Countries. No. If you like I soap, mean, this, this is definitely... Soap. There's the nostalgia factor. That's what this is, I think, is the biggest key point. It's just the nostalgia. If you played this game back in the day and you want to get back into it again, see what they did with it, that's that's the biggest turning point I have with, for with it. Current servers. So, yeah. Just don't play Turning Point. Wasn't there a game called Turning Point? It was like Russians took over America in like 1950 or something. I have no idea. Or Nazis. That game was awful. Good to know. <laughs> uh -huh. all right let's grade it uh did i go first last time who went first last time i did okay well i will go first then i'm giving it a minus uh biased but uh i i still think this game is fucking absolutely legendary and there's a time when everybody fucking loved this game yeah. you know nowadays people don't like call of duty it's fine whatever but this is the good one. This is one of the good ones, and uh, and it still is great. Uh, it's aged in some ways, and that's fine. I think it's aged gracefully. I think it's a remaster really kind of brings it into the modern day pretty well, though. I think it still looks great uh, for now, and it's still really fun. Translates really well to nowadays, and uh, and yeah, I can't deny um, how much I've I've uh, loved this game and still love it now. So uh, it's real easy for me to give it a minus. <clears throat> Go ahead, Chris. I got to think. Oh, God. No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> Why me? Why me? Why am I um, here? So, I'm going to try to give the credit that it's due because it is a really well, when it came out, a really well-received game. Um, and it, they are known for their storytelling. And this is back in the day when they did that kind of stuff. Um, but just for me, it just wasn't the hook for me and i knew it was going to be like going into this because it's not my style of game this was non-hook march for chris <sighs> it both is. games i, I appreciate it but nah. but I'm, I'm gonna give its dues and i'm, I'm just gonna it's gonna be a b minus for me it's fair it's like i said it's it's aged but it's not horrible um, it's a little loose for my liking and i but i haven't played the i haven't played it before so this is all new controls for me but uh <clears throat> It's it looks well enough. It's not amazing, but it looks well enough to pass as a modern-ish game for me. But it's not just it just didn't have the hook for me. Mm -hmm. I can tell Chris doesn't play a whole lot of first-person shooters because the controls are pretty much standard yeah. for yeah. first-person shooters on consoles. So yep. <laughs> he says that yep. I'm like, yeah, he's you know, playing a whole lot of these games. Yeah. The only nope. thing that's kind of weird for me is like the D-pad, but Call of Duty's done that for a while. But <clears throat> I, I kind of hate that but at the same time where else would you put those buttons so okay um b minus a minus yeah and uh 
I'm actually uh, pretty close to where Seth's at. I just don't have the same kind of like affinity for Call of Duty. So um, <laughs> I'm going to give it a B plus because it is a, a quality game and I did play and beat and enjoyed it in the past. Uh, though playing it this time was fun. Uh, it was definitely kind of short-lived for me though because I've done it before. So um, I do have to give it credit though. It, it still feels good. I, I do think it, it still plays well today, uh, you know, uh, and I think that if the player base stays um, active on it, that it'll be around even longer, which will make this game have survived a very long time, which is insane. Um, I feel like when it came out and Infinite Warfare came out, there's a point where the pop playing the remaster was higher than Infinite Warfare. Probably. Because I know the at least like the, the, the general buzz around the game was people were buying it for that. They weren't buying it for Infinite Warfare. I think Josh... I'm, I'm pretty sure Josh is one of those people. Bought it for that? Yeah. And he was telling me, like, you have to. I'm like, no. And he's like, that's where that's the only way to get it. I'm like, no, they're going to release but it. Once a, they've made their a money. A lot of people did. And yeah. I think that also speaks a lot towards uh, having to rate the game, is that obviously there is a love there. Um, and even... I, may, I might not have a strong, like, nostalgic, you know... Uh, attachment to this and I mean I have a strong love for it but it's definitely I can definitely see that it is a quality game and um, you know no one was doing it that way you know there's still a lot of people who aren't doing it that way so mm-hmm. um, yeah B plus yeah all fair anything else you guys want to say sure I'm just fucking mumbling at this point. that's pretty much it let us know in the comments did you play uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered have you played it in the past Probably. Uh, what'd you think of it? Uh, do you like it? Do you hate it? Um, do you appreciate the older ones? Uh, do you hate them all? Uh, do you play them now? Uh, let me know everything you're thinking about when it comes to Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare Remastered, and Call of Duty in general. And that's going to do this episode of Plus Club for March. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams at Chris's streams on Twitch at Tasty Senpai. All one word. That's me and Tasty underscore fruit. That's Chris. Hit the notification button to when we go live. Also, you can watch my streams on here. On here at uh, YouTube, I dual stream when I stream, and um, yeah, we got a Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time, and we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you'd prefer to listen to us. Apparently, because I released the um, the ASMR video on on fucking Borderlands, the Borderlands video, the Borderlands three video, I released that on um, all the podcast platforms uh, because they allowed it, and then fucking YouTube's like no, and. Uh, <laughs> I guess Psycho like was just listening to the audio version of it, and he just listened to the ASMR thing. That thing is intended to watch. You're supposed to watch that. Don't listen to me talk to you like that. It's, it's very creepy. <laughs> I listen to myself. I'm like, ooh, God. I'm sorry I did this to you guys. But uh, but he took one for the for the team. He heard that before anybody else. At like two in the morning. That sounds fucking horrifying. Anyway, um, yeah. We were saying names. No. My nope. name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until the next episode. Where I'm not fucking it up as much because of this shit. Uh, have a good one, guys, and take it easy.